So what is up, everybody? How are you guys doing tonight? Hope everyone is doing well. Thank you guys again, as always, for joining me for another live. I see that uh, Teresa's back. Thank you, Teresa, for being here again. <laughs> she said she missed the four lives or the last four weeks. Uh, no worries. Literally, people tell me like, hey, sorry, I missed the live, but the replay's there and I'm always available on Twitter and stuff. So I'm always here and ready to talk. Uh, as always, with tradition, let me know how the audio sounds. And according to OBS, everything looks green, so everything should be good. I don't know what was going on, but before I went live, it was red. Uh, and when I say green, it's got a little box that's at the bottom of OBS that sort of tells you your status. And it was red a second ago. And I searched, like, how to boost your CPU speed fast. And as soon as I did that, <laughs> it went to green. But um, I hate that some of the lives have been lagging recently. So I'm trying to do my best to figure out a way around that. But uh, for those of you that are listening to this for the first time or are here in the live for your first time, uh, what we do here is we discuss the UFO phenomenon here with the community on the channel and the UFO community in general. I like to hear their thoughts, their theories, their ideas, their concepts, and uh, I read, basically, or I interact with them in the live chat. Uh, so if you're listening to this as a podcast and you want to join in in the discussion, make sure to go to the Undead Gaucho on YouTube and join us. We do this every Wednesday. I see Pro Illusionist uh, is here. What's up, brother? Hope you're doing good. Sofa, what's up, man? So... Before we kick off the discussion, let's do something real quick. Take the link to this live and share it on Twitter because the more people in here, the merrier, the better discussion we're going to have. And um, I think Pro just said the video is kind of lagging. So I will do my best, guys, to try and fix that in the future. Hopefully it's not lagging too bad. Um Shouldn't be doing that bad, but it might be something directly with OBS that I'm just not figuring out, right? But um, for now, I don't think I can change any of the settings while I'm live, so we're going to have to just wing it and go with it for tonight, uh, which kind of sucks because I, I love giving you guys the best quality here, uh, and it's pretty important when you're going live, so... But again, I do this alone. I don't have a team. It's just me and my pup, Nala. She's not sitting next to me today. Uh, the other day, somebody commented on, I think the last live, they commented, uh, next time, show the dog. <laughs> I had to, I like literally went to my Instagram, found pictures of Nala, commented back like, hey, yeah, this is Nala. The issue is I can't really pull the camera off the setup that I have right now because that would just like mess everything up or else I would move it around and show you guys now. I'll show you guys the rest of the of the dungeon here. <laughs> but um, let's see who else is here tonight. Thomas, what's up, man? Uh, he said, almost missed it again. Don't worry, Thomas. I was just saying that earlier. Doesn't matter if you miss it. I'm always here every Wednesday and you can watch the replays. You can even listen to it as a podcast now. So, no worries, guys. So, what a week, huh? What a crazy week. 
the UFO topic has been all over the place. Now, John Ratcliffe started a little bit of a fire, I'd say. Uh, it's funny because when I first saw that news, I felt like I had to share it with everybody as soon as possible. So I made a quick little video sort of just sharing some thoughts on it. And I uploaded it, started sharing it around. And the whole point of that was, as a community, I think one of the most powerful things we can do is share this kind of news when it drops. Because uh, it's not often that news like that comes around. Even though I'd say in between last year and this year, we've been getting some pretty big news dropping regarding this topic. And the more it happens and the more we see it come up, especially in a time like this, you know, pandemic, the world is shut down. We kind of went through a strange, strange experience between 2020 and now we're still in it. It's like people are more open to accept. People are more open to accept because of the pandemic, a large change in reality, a shift in a shift in what they understood to be reality. I said this before on other lives in the past. I think the pandemic was a great example of how the world might react to the UFO topic being real. In the sense of there was a lot of madness. There's a lot of confusion. There still is a lot of madness to this day. There are people that just continued with their lives like nothing. There are people that took in the seriousness and the reality of the situation and evolved and changed our lives. And there are people that uh, unfortunately passed away because of the pandemic. I mean, it was just a, a like an earthquake to what we consider to be everyday life. And it's definitely something, for me at least, that when it was happening, all I was thinking about was like, look how people are freaking out. Imagine if something like the UFO topic came out and Imagine if UFOs are real or anything. Imagine a zombie apocalypse or something. It's uh, it's almost like a, a good little demo of what we would see, the reactions from people around the world. So let me jump into the live chat. Let me see how you guys are doing tonight. Uh, Thomas says, he says, not worried about missing the Undead Gaucho. Can't miss the crew in the chat. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Of course... That's what this is about, the community in the chat. I'm glad you guys are like interacting in there and having real discussions with each other. Uh, and you guys are dropping some knowledge in the chat all the time. Azof is always bringing some good stuff, bro. Illusionist, you as well, Thomas. So I'm glad to see that. Did you guys share the link to the live? Because if not, I'm thinking I'm going to do it just in case. I should have done it before we started. I'd already shared it on Twitter. But... Now, I changed up the setup a little bit. I used to use my phone as a light, but now I have some lights thanks to my Patreons. I got I went to a hardware store and picked up some lights. So <laughs> I'm still uh I'm still working with what I can get, but evolving slowly and trying to give you guys better and better content. My Twitter has been acting up recently like for a few months now, two or three months, it just freezes up. It doesn't, um, doesn't work very well. But uh, hey, did you guys see? While I'm, while I'm on Twitter, I just saw it, so I'm going to talk about it real quick. 
the gimbal uh, video in color. I thought that was pretty cool. If you haven't uh, checked that out, it's on my feed. It's on my Twitter feed. I shared it. It was on Reddit. And somebody added color to the gimbal footage. Now, something that I was thinking about when they were, you know, when that footage came out, like I started using it in some of my videos and, but I think there was like a warning, like not to alter the footage, but so many of us have used that footage, clips of it that I don't think anything, anything bad could come from it. But if you haven't checked out the color version of the gimbal video, which is obviously not official, but it's there just to give you like an idea of what the pilot might have actually been seeing. It's cool to check out, and I suggest you do. Um, I see Alien Girls here, as always. A big shout out to Alien Girl. The link for her channel is down in the description of this video, uh, and there are other channels down there as well. If you have a channel and you want me to add your channel to that list, please let me know or share the channel in the live chat. I really want to support the community here. And just anybody on the search for the truth. Because I hate the divide. I hate the hate. <laughs> I hate the hate. Yeah. Um, I don't like to see people bickering and fighting online over differences, which happens, you know, in every circle. But at this point in time, it's not really productive, especially if you're just a keyboard ninja. It's like, what are you doing? Why are you wasting your time? You can share your thoughts. You can share your opinion without being a troll. So what I want to do is be positive as much as I can. There's, I've had some situations where I could have responded pretty spicy or negative back to people. And I try to work it out. I'm that kind of guy anyways in real life. So positive work is what I'm trying to do. And I'm trying to support you guys. Alien Girl says, I hate the hate too. I mean, yeah. It's, there's a lot of us, like I've, I've come across a lot of people that aren't haters and, and just want to see this topic flourish and grow and really just want to take this search to the next level. And a lot of the obstacles that we have when looking into this topic is credibility. And if we're all bickering and fighting and arguing and yelling over each other, then it's just a bunch of noise, you know, uh, Carson's here. What's up, Carson? Carson says, hello, people. Keep on the path. I agree. And we're on a good path. That's what tonight was going to be about. That's what we're talking about. Um, so John Ratcliffe, like I said, he started a little fire. He started dropping some comments. And John Ratcliffe isn't just anybody. I wanted to... I don't know. It's almost like people are waiting for a president to come out and say, the phenomenon is real. And that's what they imagine as disclosure. John Ratcliffe is your best bet. If you're one of those people, because I'm not waiting for a president really to come out. I don't think there will be a disclosure president. I think there will be a president that is in office when disclosure is happening and it reaches that point. But I don't think there's going to be a president that breaks the barriers and comes out and just for the people starts to, you know, release secrets. I think he's going to start talking when somebody like John Ratcliffe tells the president, hey, you can start talking. So John Ratcliffe is somebody that we should have all been on the edges of our seats when he was talking. I feel like some people weren't. Some people, it's fun. It's funny how people get used, they get used to even getting this kind of news. 
right? So UFO news has a certain lifespan in the mass media, in the ears and the minds of the general public. It has a certain lifespan. And sometimes it'll be 48 hours. Sometimes it'll be three days. Sometimes it'll pop up, you know, one month. It'll take another three months, pop up again. And that's kind of what's been going on, you know. Every few months something comes out, which is good. It's a steady path. But really who we should be focusing on when this kind of stuff comes out is not uh, our community, but other communities. You know, we need to start including other communities into our community to start understanding this topic and get a better grasp of it. Because when I heard John Ratcliffe talk, what I was hearing was basically confirmation that the phenomenon is real. They've been looking into the phenomenon. This is something serious. And yes, maybe it could be foreign adversaries, but... I don't think that at all. I think that's actually a ridiculous thought to have because the observables match up with things that we've seen in the past. Now, see, for me, that's how I feel. But for other people that have not looked into the UFO topic, that have not read cases, that have not looked into this as deep as we have, they're not going to make that assumption. They're not going to make that connection. So what we need to do is here we need to use our voices, our platforms to let people know that that is what we believe, because that might help them understand why we are in such a good place right now. Look, UFOs are real. Now, where disclosure is going to go, I've said this a million times, I think is not the place or the disclosure that anyone imagined. Okay. I never imagined disclosure to be forefronted or pushed out by someone like Lou Elizondo or Chris Mellon or Tom DeLonge, you know? And I never imagined trusting uh, people with backgrounds like that. But I do. They earned my trust. Now, there is a bubble of people in the UFO community that are trying to throw dirt on the names of TTSA, you know, Lou Elizondo, Chris Mellon, and really anybody that's pushing this idea that this is disclosure, that what we're witnessing right now is disclosure. Now, what they don't understand, because they'll be like, look, I've been looking into this topic for more years than you, and this is not disclosure. Uh, this is just another like Project Blue Book. I was getting comments like that. And it very well could be, you know. But the general public is waking up to the possibility that UFOs are very real. And that is very different from where you were if, uh, if you were looking into this topic 40 years ago. Now, I, I did say on one of the last lives that disclosure has been sort of recycled and talked about. And that word disclosure has been used for many years. So... I said on the last slide, disclosure is not a fight, it's a war. Because it's been a long time that we've been fighting for this. And I, and I keep using fight because I'm so used to it, but it's a war. The war has been going on for a long time. So, we are just in a different part of the war. We're in a different phase of that war. Now, some people are a bit confused, and I totally get it. How could the big bad government be coming out now to try to tell us the truth about this topic? 
or uh, why is the narrative changing? Well, there could be many reasons for that. And we still have to wait and see where this all goes, right? I don't think there is a good and a bad guy at this moment in time. What we're seeing is a process where this topic is evolving. We're here to witness it. We're here to, to experience it. And anything could happen. This has been a, one surprise after the other, at least for me. Some great surprises, you know, seeing the, 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 seeing the confirmation, seeing the confirmation of the videos that came out really did, it was the, like the wind under my wings to get me to create all this content and be doing what I'm doing, you know. It finally made me validate, like feel like, okay, everything I was looking into that I believed was real, that other people did not, is actually most likely real. And I was on to something. So we were all on to something. And that really helped push me in the right direction. So let's check out the live chat. Let's see what you guys are talking about. Carson Lotta says, I get the feeling the topic won't die down. I just worry they will spin it all on foreign tech. Well, let's not forget, guys, that the government is the government, right? The government has its interests. That's what I'm saying. This is just a part of disclosure. It's a part of the truth coming out. It's a part of us getting somewhere new. But it doesn't mean that we're headed in a positive direction or a negative direction yet. That we're still, you know, we're still on the, we can't see the end yet. We're still on the journey. So there could be pitfalls and uh, just different traps and things we have to evade like Indiana Jones while we try to get down to that, you know, that golden statue and, and really get to the truth. But we're on it right now. And I actually talked about it. I made a video about it saying, like, I do think the government, if they don't already have recovered crash vehicles, which I kind of feel like they do so this whole idea of uh them not knowing anything i think is far from what could be possible i think that there is some reason that they are taking us down this path right there is a reason for this now for me um i said it the other day like you and i here we know ufos are real like, we look into this all the time. Of course, UFOs are real. I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't think UFOs were real. Um, and what they're going to focus on, I think, in the very beginning right now is just the tech. Right? It's just the tech. And eventually, right, because their biggest concern is having control over these things, flying over uh, military establishments and having some sort of control over the phenomenon. They want to understand what it is and, and what it's doing. And the tech is obviously fascinating to them because if anybody gets their hands on that tech and re-engineers it, turns it into a weapon, then whichever country gets that becomes the most powerful country in the world. So, will there be a war, uh, a weapons race? Is it already happening? Something behind the scenes? Like, imagine... Uh, I don't know, a group of agents that are set out to just recover crash craft 
And there's also a group of Russian agents and Chinese agents, and they are just killing each other, <laughs> trying to get pieces of crashed UFOs or their hands on a craft. Uh, there's so much that could be happening in the background that we really aren't considering. Some people are, right? That's, I think that's what makes them very weary and worried about what's happening. But they, there's no control. You have no control over the narrative that's being spun right now. The only control you have is what you believe, right? And the, and the people in your circle and how you educate them with what you know. So right now, everything you've looked into, everything you've learned while reading about this topic, while trying to build your own theories, your own concepts on this, now you have a bag full of tools that you can use when you sit down with somebody and they ask you about the UFO topic or a discussion comes up about the UFO topic. You can educate people. You can let them know that, you know, the governments have been looking into this for a long time. Explain it to them. Give them details. Give them background. The word UFO is obviously trying to get brushed out and they're using UAP, right? And it's working. Using UAP is working. It's like the stigma tied to the word UFO was so heavy that getting rid of that is actually doing something in the consciousness of the people, in the minds of the masses and just, I think, the media as well. And it's allowing them to have these sort of talks without playing the X-Files music in the background. So, where are we headed? I, I'm not sure. And that's another, you know, we could spend hours talking about where we could be headed. But what we need to concentrate on right now is helping the rest of the world understand that this topic is real. And we need to stay in our lanes and understand that anything could happen. Anything could happen. We don't know what's going on in the background. We don't know. You know, we, we understand that if they can get their hands on this tech, they're going to re-engineer it. And the first thing they're going to, the first thing it's going to be used for is a weapon, for sure. Because they're going to want to have the weapon first before anyone else does. Right? They're not going to waste their time saving the poor when they're going to need a weapon tomorrow because somebody else might uh, have some tech and get the weapon made first. But there was a lot of UFO news this week. It was a just a whirlwind. And the community, all of you did an amazing job sharing the topic, discussing the topic. So pat yourselves on the back because I saw everyone on Twitter sharing different articles. You know, I went on uh, my Instagram and I just took screenshots of every article I could find and made a funny little Instagram story. Little things like that that people think don't make a difference. They do make a difference. This discussion we're having tonight, it does make a difference. Um, let me look at the live chat. Let me see how you guys are doing. Let me get some of your thoughts. So gender euphoria says my brother was abducted when he was young, like three years old. He woke up outside my mom's window and started crying. That's how they found him. Wow. That's wild. That's interesting. Thank you for sharing that. He says the doors were locked. So there's no way he could have got outside on his own, like on his own, via like sleepwalking. Ever since then, he's been terrified of aliens. I'm not sure if he saw anything, though. Uh, wow. See, there are so many stories. One thing that is really uh, frustrating for me, at least, it's like the world is playing catch up. 
Because we're talking about abduction. We're talking about the beings in the craft. We're talking about what they could want, what they're doing here, what this is all about. And really the only thing that is going to change right now is that UFOs are going to become a reality. UAP are going to become a reality. Now, the UAP task force and all these things, them saying UAP and not associating it to what we have read and what we've talked about, like abductions, like close encounters, if they just talk about the craft, there could be another few years. Oh, you guys probably heard that honk. <laughs> I am in the middle of the city, so... But there could be another few years of uh, of just, yes, these are craft that we can't identify. Um, and then the next step would be like, we don't know where they're coming from. The next step would be like, we have to figure out who's behind these craft. What are these craft? But for them to start talking about the abduction phenomenon, I feel like is going to be very difficult. Very difficult. So many outlets talked about John Ratcliffe. John Ratcliffe started a fire. You saw Marco Rubio on TMZ basically saying like, yeah, we need to figure out what these things are flying over our military bases, you know, our military installments. Um, and I totally get it. I get the government's approach. I get people like Marco Rubio and John Ratcliffe and Lou Elizondo, Lou the man. <laughs> Some of us really look up to Lou. So Lou, if you ever listen to this, Thank you, man. I tip my hat to you. But Lou was on as well. I think it was Fox. And he basically talked about the five observables, how these things are just... It's not that they are... Like they're using a different kind of physics. Like they're bending the laws of physics. Or maybe we just don't understand physics, I think is what he said. It's like a new kind of physics. They have a better understanding of it. And those are all kind of things. I feel like Lou's approach and Lou's video, Lou's news was the best in the sense of like he really just laid it out on the table and said, yeah, uh, basically he didn't believe that they were you know, adversaries or any tech, any man-made tech. And if that is the case, he makes a great point. If this is the adversaries, then the United States is... Uh, there was a big, somebody made a big mistake there because they weren't paying attention. They weren't paying attention. If somebody leapfrogged the rest of the world, the whole world, if one country leapfrogged everybody with this tech, then I feel like that would be almost ridiculous. Like that seems like the most ridiculous thing that could be possible here. Um, and my thing is that, guys, it aligns perfectly with everything we've looked into. Like you can't tell me any different. It aligns perfectly with all the other cases that we've seen throughout the years. I know these these people like John Radcliffe and Marco Rubio are not deep, like deep diving into UFO cases. And we're at a point in time where I think people can accept the reality of UAP. Maybe not the reality of UFO. But if they accept the reality of UAP first, then they can take steps to understanding who's piloting it, what's going on with it. And I also think, like I said, they're going to try to figure out a way to police this. You know, if there is, if they can make the argument strong enough to where Congress takes this serious, you know, with this UAP report, they're going to find a way to police this. And I think we could see a huge UAP task force or something like, you know, the UAP kind of like police or something. 
going into the future, right? Not UAP police, but like different segments of the military just dedicated to taking these things out of the sky or anything. Yeah, I know that sounds impossible because of the um, because of the abilities these craft have, but I don't see that being something too far fetched, right? Because they're going to have to start giving people answers. They're going to have to start, you know, protecting the skies again. Because if there's something flying through there that they can't control, that's a big problem. Uh, gender Euphoria says, I'm in the middle of a corn cornfield and woods. <laughs> Are you in the middle of cornfield and woods right now? I see you guys are talking about making NFTs. You know, I'm, oh, I wanted to share this with you guys. I might as well now, since you guys are talking about NFTs, we'll get back into the discussion in a second. But I shared this with you guys the other day because I had it on. Um, my mom. Yeah, my mom. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of people picked up the shirts that are available in the red bubble. There's like different uh, uh, pieces of art that I drew and I created that are inspired by the ufo topic and uh you can get shirts or sweaters and stuff like that and my mom she being my biggest supporter as always right moms moms of the world you all rock and uh she picked up some shirts when she was like out of the out of the country and she brought me a shirt so i finally had one of my own shirts other people were getting the shirts and i hadn't like actually got one yet so check this out It's pretty cool, right? Like the graphic actually came out really, really well. I was a little worried that it was going to look like kind of uh, like the quality wasn't going to be that good. But the graphic came out really well. This is the baby blue. That's what I called it in, in the shop. There's Nala. If you could hear that, that was Nala. But uh, this is the baby blue E.T. This is something that you could like rock on a Saturday when you're hanging out with your friends and it's something to break the ice and talk about it. Like I'm sure people will ask you, you know, if you believe in aliens, if you have this on and there's no huge undead gaucho logo on it. People were actually telling me I should have put a big logo on it, but the idea this was inspired by like Stussy or those kinds of brands. Like I wanted something that you could just rock and look cool. And so, yeah, you guys were talking about NFTs. And art and I might be jumping into that space too with some of this artwork look the UFO topic needs our help in the sense of it needs to be everywhere it needs to be on everybody's minds it needs to be something that uh, is normalized to the point where kids are rocking these shirts these kinds of shirts and it's not like oh look at that nerd with a with an alien t-shirt because we're not nerds we're badasses I said it on the last uh, live so what I'm trying to do with that is just I like drawing and creating art. And I thought, why not just start doing that? Uh, Teresa said I should make an NFT. Cool. I think you're onto something. There may be something coming very soon in the NFT world with some Monday Gaucho art. Uh, she said she made some NFTs. Oh, that's awesome, Teresa. I'd love to see them. If you'd like, 
Send them my way on Twitter. I'd love to check them out. Thomas says, the aliens have been flying in the air well before man rediscovered flight. Man rediscovered flight. That's interesting. (laughs) That's an interesting little, little play on words there. So we rediscovered flight. I'd like to hear a little bit more, uh, a little bit more about that, Thomas. Why do we rediscover flight? But I agree. I think the phenomenon's been interacting with us since the beginning of time. And I think if we wanted to look for some, you know, I don't want to go as far as to say that we were created by aliens. But the whole story with the abduction phenomenon, you know, a lot of cases and this hybrid program. Look at us, guys. Like, also, it's pretty funny that there are like humanoid, exactly human aliens that look just like humans. And we're like, not making that connection, right? So if humanoid aliens are real, like human Nordic aliens, then I don't see why we wouldn't be some type of alien. (laughs) A little bit of a thought experiment there. Alien girl said, yay, congrats, cool shirt. Thanks, alien girl. Gender Euphoria says, I'm always buying YouTubers merch, so I have to get some shirts. (laughs) Don't think of this stuff, guys, that I'm doing with these shirts and stuff as merch. Think of it like, you know, uh, something cool you could wear. Like, I have this hat on. I haven't made any of these hats. The podcast, people listening on the podcast are like, what shirt is he talking about? Look, guys, if you're listening to this as a podcast and you want to see what I'm talking about, you can check out the the video for this podcast on the Undead Gaucho on YouTube. Or you can just go straight to the Redbubble shop and just search Undead Gaucho and you'll find it. Um but don't think of it as merch, guys. Like, I really want to... I'm trying my best, actually, to normalize. At least me personally with us here and what we're doing. I'm trying my best to normalize this topic. At least in this sphere, this this corner of the community. So that, you know, we feel empowered. We don't feel uh, like strange or like weirdos for doing this. You know, and I got to say, there are moments and times where I, I feel that way, you know, when I come across people. I'm not somebody that lets that kind of stuff get in the way of, of who I am, but I know it's still out there. I know the stigma is still out there, and you get it from people that should never even feel that way about somebody that looks into this topic. Um, like people weirder, <laughs> like actual weird people. Uh, which is wild when you get it, when you get treated like a weird, like a weirdo or like a weird person for believing in the UFO topic by somebody that has some even like illogical concepts that they live by, then you start to feel like, okay, we got to do something here. We got to try to make everybody realize, you know, and, um, that's what I'm trying to do. So talking about somebody who is probably looking at the UFO community like we're a bunch of weirdos. Elon Musk. Oh, man. Elon Musk. See, I love the cars. I love the... uh, I love that he's going to take us into space. I love everything he does. But there's just something about Elon Musk that I am not um, subscribing with when it comes to the UFO topic. 
you know, and people are waiting for somebody like Elon Musk to say something intelligent and he's not saying anything intelligent. The other day, I didn't really see too much about it. I saw the memes. I saw people, you know, tweeting at him. The community was deep in that, deep in that discussion with Musk online. So I didn't, I felt like, well, they're already doing their part. And I saw the tweets and I was like, they're already, they've got this under control. But um, Elon Musk said something about why are there no clear pictures? Look, I'm not even Elon Musk. And I can tell you right away. He must not know anything about photography because just because you have a good camera doesn't mean you can take a picture of a UFO. It doesn't mean you can take a picture of a moving object, you know? Um, <laughs> Nala, Nala came up here. Uh, somebody said they wanted to see you last time, Nala. Okay. But uh, back to what I was saying. So Nala's here now. But... um. That's got to be the dumbest thing I've ever heard him say. Seriously. Like, I'm sorry, but I've said it and I'm not even, like I said, I'm not Elon Musk. I'm not a, a brilliant genius or anything, but I have a camera. I've taken photos. You know, I am a photographer. Like, uh, it is not easy to take pictures of moving objects. It is not easy to take pictures of objects in the night sky. It is not easy to take pictures in general for most people. Just because... Instagram exists and because things are in 4k doesn't mean we're going to get 4k footage from some kid with a camera, you know, um, even shooting this right now, doing this right now, I literally have to know about ISO, about, uh, the aperture, about the, the frame rate I have to, it's not like I'm flipping on the camera and doing this. Of course, it's difficult when you hear somebody that you think is intelligent and you kind of look up to and you hear that kind of stuff and you go, what are you talking about? How could you even say that? Nobody on your team has ever taken a photo in their life. Like, uh, let me know what you guys think, guys, because I really it had to do with, you know, clear images and this kind of stuff. And that's got to be the dumbest argument I've ever heard in my life. And that's the argument I hate to hear because first of all, like if I see a UFO right now, I don't even know if I'll be able to capture it. I don't, I have my phone here, but I don't think my phone will even be able to like, depending on how close it is, how far it is. There's so many variables that come into play when you're trying to take a photo. You know, if it's the middle of the day and you have a good lens and you know how to use your camera, you might be able to get some good footage. But if you don't have a stabilized camera and you have a super zoom or you have some zoom on your camera, give me a sec. Look, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting a little heated here. <laughs> Nala's up here trying to get attention. <laughs> I'm back. But, um, for example, I have a Panasonic G7 with a good lens that zooms and I can get a pretty clear shot of a star, right? Not like close up amazing photo, uh, just a pretty clear shot. But if I don't have a tripod on me and I take that camera and I start filming the sky, then the whatever I'm zooming into, first of all, the shake in my hand, right? People always talk about, oh, shaky footage. Yeah, because they're zooming in. When you zoom in on a camera like that, 
the shake is like intense. So unless you have a stabilized camera or a tripod and you just happen to have it all set up and ready to go and a UFO flies right into the shot, then you're not going to get a clear footage of it. You know, or if you're somebody that is having constant encounters, I don't know, like the Bledsoe's, um, maybe you could set something up and get a good shot, right? But this idea that no clear footage, man, that's got to be the stupidest argument I've ever heard. And that UFO cases are going down. <laughs> I don't think UFO cases are going down. I do think there has been a big change. What people don't realize, too, is that nowadays we don't even look at the skies. When you walk down the street today, you're either looking at your phone or you're looking in front of you. You know, you're not walking around looking at the skies. You're not looking at the clouds. Everyone's got their face in their phone or they're listening to a, you know, a, a book online or, or my podcast or anything and they're distracted. So if UFO cases or reports have gone down, which I do not think is the case, especially seeing as where we are today, where they're talking about UFOs and UAP, you know, on the mass media, which is what this is about tonight, what we're talking about. Uh, he's just living in a bubble. I think he just doesn't respect the topic at all. And he's not even open to the idea because he's more of like a, you know, he's the kind of guy like, I need the numbers. I need the, I need the physical box in front of me to, to see the box. Like no imagination, no thinking, which is wild to say about Elon Musk. Like, I can't believe I'm saying that about Elon Musk, but I don't know what to say. Really, I don't know what to say. But you see this type of response, too, from people like Neil deGrasse Tyson, which is another guy that I looked up to. And then I his take on the on the on the topic was just like, what? Like, I thought you were supposed to be like the the two people, Elon Musk and Neil deGrasse Tyson, I thought would be like on the same page as us 100 percent. But that's what's going to happen, guys. They're not going to be on the same page. And Elon Musk is, a, is an alien. <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest if there is an alien out there a humanoid that guy is definitely an alien so um i don't know i didn't even want to like tweet anything on on twitter because i was just like this is ridiculous like first of all i don't even care what he thinks anymore about the ufo phenomenon he doesn't even matter to me at this point if it comes to the ufo phenomenon whatever dude if if we have to literally send the guy a million tweets and he can't just like turn on the news for two seconds or do a little research, then it's, it's a lost cause, you know, until it's like confirmed by, by the government and they're asking him to build like ships to track down the UAP. <laughs> then he's still, he's going to be the same way he is now. But, um, I don't know. Teresa said, I'm always looking at the skies. I almost fall <laughs> on a daily basis. <laughs> I am exactly the same, to be honest. I say that like, because I see other people. You know, when you go on a subway, when you go anywhere throughout the city, I live in Buenos Aires, it's a big city. Not now with COVID, I'm like never outside. But uh, everyone's always looking at their phones and they're distracted. But, uh, let me see what else you guys are saying. Great Troll says, yes, they don't want to be seen. 
in a way that serves as proof. That's true. I mean, somebody was saying, uh, I think if you're referring to Elon Musk, somebody was saying that I think it has to do with his company and where he stands with uh, his investors and everything. It's something I said too in one of the, the last live or one of the last lives when we talked about Musk. You know, when he lit up with Joe Rogan on his podcast, he lost a lot of investors. So I think he has to be careful kind of jumping into the UFO topic. There's still a lot of stigma and the stigma comes from those kinds of people, investors, the you know, like the powerful people. That's why I keep telling everyone that, you know, uh, we need powerful people on our side or we need to become the powerful people to get through the locked doors, you know, to in, while Elon Musk is tweeting and having a, a tweet war with the UFO community, you can literally go to his house because you've been to his house and you can knock on the door and say, hey, look at this. <laughs> what are you talking about? You know, um, it's just it's crazy to think about like intelligent people that don't see this, don't see this topic at, for what it is. But there's been so much stigma and we've seen this kind of We've seen intelligent people do that to this topic for years, so it doesn't surprise me. Thomas Fessler says, deep state actors who would say that. Holy Noel. What's up, Noel? When they say UFOs are not real, they are not being truthful. Holy Noel says, we're having a tornado watch in East Texas right now. Oh, I'm sorry about that, Noel. Is that... I hope you're safe. I hope everything's good. Sofa says, lucky, lucky gender. <laughs> Thomas Fessler says, if Elon admits there are UFOs, it makes his tech look obsolete. That's true. That is very true. But I don't know. You know, uh, I, I think we do need as much help as we can get from power players like that. Uh, so it would have been nice if he was as dedicated to the topic as Tom DeLonge was, for example. Uh, but that's not the case. So. Gender Euphoria says, Ohio is under severe threat tomorrow from that same storm system in Texas. Guys, stay safe. Stay safe, definitely. So if it says, lull, tornado, unlucky. Most we get here is aggressive fog. Tornadoes. Tornadoes are wild. I've never experienced that, guys. Um, when we were driving through Bariloche the other day, I said something really stupid because I saw like a, a dust devil. I told you guys last time. Um, and I looked at my wife and I said, are there tornadoes out here? Because we were like in this random desolate location. By the way, Bariloche video coming. It's coming. It's coming. I just got to I want to give you guys something creative and something awesome. I don't want to just make a normal kind of video for that. Holy Noel says, we are safe, God willing. Well, I'm glad you guys are safe, man. Gender Euphoria said, Elon shouldn't be so egotistical or be egotistical. Well, yeah, but I think that's what makes those kinds of people, right? The ego. You know, there's negative egos and then there's egos like that where they're like two sides to the story, right? You have his negative side, his positive side, but that's kind of what drove him or drove him to be who he is, I guess. All right, so let's get back into talking about UAP news. And what do you guys think is going to come next? 
right? What will come next? The UAP report, obviously, which is right around the corner. And it sounds like because of the words that they're using that we are going to be able to see something come from that. How do I say this? What the public is going to see coming from that is, I guess it's up to them, but we're going to have to wait and see, right? A few months ago, I was really anxious about it. But lately, I've been kind of like, well, let's just see what happens. And I've kind of been that way with the whole topic, right? I've been with the whole topic in the sense of not not looking into cases. Like I've been looking into cases and trying to find new cases and new links and new correlations um, that I, we could talk about. But this idea of waiting for answers from the government or from a government is kind of got me to the point where I'm just like, let's, well, let's just wait and see what happens. Because personally, I don't feel like they're going to give me the answers that I want to hear, which I want to hear about the occupants. I want to hear about the abduction phenomenon. You know, uh, today I was reading an article from old article from 2011. Let me see if I can find it because I think I left it open. Uh, an old article from 2011 from Michael Shermer, which is us. I think he's like the, the skeptic magazine guy. I don't read much, you know, from, from what he does because I'm not really into the whole skeptic scene, obviously. But uh, here, look, I think I found it. It was in Scientific America in 2011. And they were talking about UAP, the term UAP, and how they wanted to use the term UAP sort of because of the stigma tied to the UFO topic. And as I read the article, he created like this term, right? Sort of like UAP, which is C-R-A-P <laughs> in the article. But this is from 2011. This is from a long time ago. But still, somebody wrote this online and it's an article in Scientific America. And it's called uh, that C-R-A-P, or crap, stands for Completely Ridiculous Alien Piffle. Tell me if I'm saying that right. P-I-F-F-L-E, piffle. And it says such as crop circles, cattle mutilations, alien abductions, and anal probes, and human-alien hybrids. In the article, they're saying like, yeah, UAPs, the craft, are very real. But then there's this stuff that comes with the topic, this C-R-A-P, <laughs> this crap, completely ridiculous alien piffle. Am I saying that right? P-I-F-F-L-E, you guys. Let me know in the live chat. But um, that's... The kind of attitude that I'm talking about that we're going to have to deal with after this, after UFOs become a reality, is people saying, oh yeah, there's craft, but I don't believe in the abduction phenomenon. They still do that today. And I'm like so confused with that take because I think you really just think there's just craft flying around through the skies with no purpose, no reason. You really think there's... Uh, the pilots of those craft don't have a purpose or a goal here. I don't know. You know, it's it's difficult when you're somebody that has a platform like this. And I feel like sometimes I have to defend our ideas and defend our thoughts and my concepts. Um, and you want to just grab people by the collar when they're only interested in the craft. I'm like, how could you only be interested in the craft? I understand the technology is very important. This is... I get it, but the more important thing is the relationship these beings have with us, why we matter to them, why they're even here. 
you know, uh, is it possible they are on many other Earth-like planets where there are beings and species like us, and they just police the whole the whole galaxy, the whole universe, the cosmos? Um, I don't know. You know, there's so much to be learned. There's so much we have to dig so much deeper. But uh, let me check out the live chat. Let me let me see what you guys are saying because. I'm going to get sidetracked with that. <laughs> Mike Johnson says, I don't think we will see full disclosure, not unless they show us themselves. The real threat is the potential loss of the dollar. What's interesting to me is the U.S. Senate saying there is something. That's a good response, Mike. Now, one thing I want to say here, the not unless they show us themselves, that is something I have been trying to tell the community I'm saying who is really in control of disclosure? The phenomenon is. The phenomenon has been in control of disclosure since the beginning. Right? It's the most tricky part. It's the most controversial part of this whole thing. Is that the phenomenon is in control of disclosure. Full disclosure. For some reason, the phenomenon has decided to play this cat and mouse game with us. For so many years. Now, there are theories, obviously, people are loading them up, right? People are getting them ready to go here. Their theories are going to say uh, the phenomenon is uh, it's afraid of us, or the phenomenon doesn't want to interfere with our, with our reality or our lives. But I got to be honest, the phenomenon is interfering with our reality and our lives. The phenomenon has been doing that to specific people throughout history and positive at times, other times negative. But the phenomenon is in full control of disclosure. The disclosure we get from the government is just going to be a little bit of what the phenomenon could tell us if it really wanted to tell all of us, the whole planet. Holy Noel says, when gigantic ships are sucking people up like jelly beans, then they will notice. That was really a graphic visual. Thomas says, uh, perhaps the focus on the ships to dehumanize, or they focus on the ships to dehumanize the fact that there are living entities behind their presence. That is something that I, I find boggling, like mind-boggling, that they're thinking about the craft, but the most intense part of that whole situation is that there is something behind that craft. There's something that created that craft or a pilot in that craft. Who cares about the tech really? First, let's figure out who are the beings that are doing this, that have created this tech. Then we can get the tech. But I think you're right there, Thomas. That's a good, that's a good response. Uh, Holly says, that was a vivid dream I had. People were running in a huge field and this thing was vacuuming them up. It was terrible. Well, that's a vivid visual. I'm definitely getting the visuals there. Uh, Mike says, I agree, Holly. That will make everyone notice. I've heard recently of a lot of religious people talk about the rapture and tying it to the UFO phenomenon. Mike, in my opinion, religion is an evolution of the phenomenon. It's an It was inspired by the phenomenon. You know, it's something that came from people having interactions, from having close encounters with either high strangeness or the phenomenon itself. Remember, we're not dealing with one phenomenon. So 
Who knows? Holy Noel says, I know they're real. Thomas says, or how about they made a deal with the world's governments to delay their return until 2021? I don't know. You know, it'd be weird, too, if they showed up now with the pandemic. <laughs> You'd think an alien would be afraid of catching some human virus. Uh, I wonder if abductions slowed down with COVID. <laughs> That's a little bit of a joke, but, you know, maybe. You never know, right? Like some, I forgot where I read about it, but I feel like one of the most dangerous things that could happen to us is an alien virus, like an actual alien virus, which is something else uh, that people argue at times to why the phenomenon hasn't presented itself to us because of that kind of stuff like bacteria and viruses that they could uh, bring onto us just like the you know just like the settlers did when they came into contact with natives right Teresa says I also know they're true I've seen enough evidence many types Guys, I think we're all on the same page there with the UFOs, right? The UFOs are, are real. Like, the information's out there. People are constantly banging on about, oh, we need data, we need data. There's a bunch of data. There's a bunch of information out there. How much more data do you need? Like, I, I could keep digging, which is what I do all the time. You know, I look for cases all the time. I try to find data all the time. That's what I'm trying to do every single day. But... I came to the realization that like, for me, this phenomenon is real. I've seen hours and hours and hours and hours of cases and different, you know, close encounters and just stuff that, you know, some of those cases are just too powerful to ignore. And we see what's going on now with the UAP task force and what's happening in the mass media. This topic is very real. This is very real. But I, again, I think the most shocking or the most uh, world-changing information we could ever get or we could ever discover is the why, the who, you know, the what. Mike Johnson says, how can we really trust the government anywhere? They aren't there fully to help the people. There's so much global corruption. Maybe it's always been there. And the internet has helped open their eyes to it all. That's a good point. And living in a foreign country and going from the States to here, to Argentina, I completely lost faith in any sort of politics or government or anything like that. Just because I realized people were bickering and arguing over the same things in different parts of the world, in different languages, divided just like they were back home here. And I just realized, like, it didn't make sense to me. So personally, I, I don't trust the government that much. That's what I'm saying. I never would have thought that we'd be where we are today listening to the government talk about this kind of stuff and having to side with it because it's like, okay, you know, something is going on here. Holy Noel says, years ago, a president in the U.S., uh, maybe a treaty, possibly two of them, the Greater Treaty, or something, it gave the aliens the right to take some things from Earth in exchange for technology. I think that was uh, Eisenhower. Correct me if I'm wrong. The rabbit hole gets very, very deep past the point of understanding that the craft are real. Right? So you got to strap in. You got to get ready. Because we're going to get wild. I'm, I'm telling you, once 
this really gets to the level where it's 100% undeniable. There's going to be so many questions that need to be answered. You know how many abductees are going to come out of the woodwork? Or how many abductees are going to come out wondering what was going on? And imagine that you're a person that doesn't believe in the UFO topic, but you had an experience where you saw a craft, uh, you thought you saw a craft, and you had a close encounter, like an abduction. But because you don't believe in the topic, you never talked about it. You just brushed it off to your imagination or something like that. And now you hear this news. You're gonna re you're gonna rethink that whole experience. You know how many people are probably listening to this UFO news that are experiencers and are thinking, "Oh my God, I really did have that experience that day. It wasn't my imagination. It wasn't, you know, a false memory or something. I had this weird experience." There's gonna be so many people like that coming out because there are so many more experiencers than we know. They're just afraid to talk about it. Because the topic is still stigmatized and it's, you know, there's so much baggage with this topic that we're even seeing the UFO word disappearing and UAP becoming the new, the new word, the new catchphrase, I guess you'd call it. Mike Johnson said, when I was growing up in my parent, uh, my parents told me to never talk about politics, religion, or money. These days, it's the main topic across all social media platforms. 100% Mike. And I never try to talk about religion, politics, or money. Look, the other day, when I made the video about John Ratcliffe on Fox, the first thing somebody tweeted on actually one of the bigger subreddits, uh, I think it was uh, RUFO or something like that, right? They said, you know, Fox is terrible and they're just nonsense. And I could obviously tell they hated Fox. Now, I don't like any news outlets at all. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Fox or CNN or anything because every outlet has its own MO. Every outlet is trying to sell what it needs to sell to the people. They are controlling their own narratives. Now, does that mean you should ignore somebody like John Ratcliffe talking about the UFO phenomenon on Fox and you shouldn't tell people about it or share it? No. Right? I don't support the the outlet, but I support the news. I support John Ratcliffe talking about the UAP topic. And some people were so blinded by politics and by their uh, social whatever problems that they ignored the news. They didn't watch it or they missed it. Or that when they watched it, they just hated it, right? Because they were like, oh, Fox, I hate Fox. It's all, it's all nonsense. And I, like I said, I don't like any news outlet. So to me, it doesn't matter. I'm taking what I got. You know, I'm like a pirate. I'm looking for the treasure. I need that treasure. And I'll take it from whoever has it. Um, but that's a very good point. Online, you see a lot of division. People are just willy-nilly talking about whatever they want. Because uh, they're, they're not afraid to, right? Keyboard ninjas. E.M. Negan says, the government has gotten too powerful. The government... It's another thing, guys, like... I don't want to make this a conspiracy theory talk or anything like that, but uh, conspiracy theories are real. Not all of them. There's a lot that are real. I don't discuss that on the channel and because we're just talking about the UFO topic, but you know I've done a lot of digging. You don't spend time in the rabbit hole and get a taste of every kind of conspiracy out there. Uh, it's to the point where I'm just like, yeah, 
yes, they control you and all this kind of stuff. Like it's all real. But uh, guys, I'm going to have to end it now because the camera's about to shut down. But thank you guys for being here tonight. Thank you guys for listening. Those of you listening to this as a podcast, if you want to support me, uh, check down in the description of this video. You'll see there a link to my Patreon, a link to my Redbubble. Um, if you want to see the channel grow, help me out there. Also, you'll see links for other channels. If you have a channel and you want me to share it in that link to, in in that list of links, send me uh, your link or let me know about your channel, and I'll include it there. And yeah, guys. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining me tonight. You guys rock. I couldn't do this without you. And like always, never stop searching for the truth. The truth is out there. I know it sounds cheesy. Keep discussing the topic. Build your own theories, your own concepts, your own ideas. Don't trust any UFO gurus out there. Trust yourself. Do your own research. And uh, we'll talk soon.